Welcome to the Light Seekers Lounge. I'm Annie Love, and this is episode 92. For Christmas in 2021, a beautiful friend of mine gave me a copy of a book called Love Stories by an Australian writer called Trent Dalton. It is a beautiful book with a pinky red hardcover and a gold embossed title. This book played a very special part in my friend's extended family as they spent final weeks with her grandma, so she wanted to share this treasure with a few of her closest friends. Now, I didn't read love stories from start to finish all at once in a rush. I savoured it. On quiet Sunday mornings, tucked in bed with a dog at my feet, I read a story or two and I felt a rush of warm fuzziness as I drank in Trent's words. I almost always shed a tear while reading and I placed the book away with a big smile on my face, grateful to have read another account of love in its many forms. This month, my husband and I are celebrating our 20th wedding anniversary. I know, crazy, right? So in this episode, I wanted to share with you a little about the book Love Stories and share with you a love story of my very own Hello fellow seeker of light and welcome to the Light Seekers Lounge. I'm Annie Love and I'm a certified coach for incredible humans who want to build wholehearted businesses. I help them master their mindset, create simple strategies and take meaningful action towards their goals in a soul nourishing way that honors their business, their family and most importantly themselves. I'm also a wife and a mom to three gorgeous boys. Our parenting journey has been well, a bit of a roller coaster. And while our family has navigated some pretty tumultuous times, I've learned just how important it is to keep seeking the light and the joy. Even in the midst of darkness, I believe that we can find light on the other side, even if the landscape is different to how we expected it to look. Here in the Light Seekers Lounge, we're going to share stories and conversations about how we create our best life, even when things feel hard. Thank you for being a light seeker with me. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's get on with the show. Now, it's no secret that I felt in love with Trent Dalton, the author of Love Stories, after reading his first book, Boy Swallows Universe. It is one of my all-time favourite books. Also, just a disclaimer in case you're worried, my husband does know about my love for another man, I promise. As well as being a brilliant writer and all-round lovely human, Trent and I are both from Brisbane and of a similar era, and I think there's nothing quite like the feelings evoked by reading about your hometown. Although, please note, our experience of growing up in Brisbane was very different and if you've read if you've read the book you may understand what I mean. Here's the premise of love stories as written on the inside cover. Inspired by a personal moment of profound love and generosity, Trent Dalton, best-selling author and one of Australia's finest journalists, spent two months in 2021 speaking to people from all walks of life, asking them one simple and direct question. Can you please tell me a love story? 
The result is an immensely warm, poignant, funny and moving book about love in all its guises, including observations, reflections and stories of people falling into love, falling out of love and never letting go of the loved ones in their hearts. A heartfelt, deep, wise and tingly tribute to the greatest thing we will never understand and the only thing we will ever really need, love. A sky blue Olivetti Studio 44 typewriter sparked the whole adventure. It was left to Trent by Kath, mother of his good mate Greg, when she died. Trent held a very special place in Kath's heart and he knew that such a special gift needed to be used in a special way. Trent sat in Brisbane City in the CBD with a desk and a sign resting against it announcing, Sentimental writer collecting love stories. Do you have one to share? He had two fold-up chairs, one for himself, one for any random strangers who chose to sit down beside him and share what was on their heart. The book begins with a letter to Kath. It really is a beautiful machine, Kath, he writes. This machine kills fascists. This machine needs no power beyond stories and ideas. It carries no emails, no internet connection, no Spotify, but it carries my dreams. Today, inspired by Trent and all of his beautiful love stories, I wanted to share with you a little love story of my very own and tell you about meeting my husband, Ben. Gosh, I actually can't even remember what year it was. I'm going to say 96, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go with 96, 97. He waltzed into the Ablesmith Auditorium, all curly hair and blue eyes with an earring and confidence for days. As he slid into the seat near our group, offering a crinkled white paper bag of gummy bears he'd procured from the UQ lolly shop, he quickly won us all over. Or perhaps it was just me, mesmerised by the mischievous grin and twinkle in his eye. Either way, I definitely became a more conscientious student from that moment, turning up to way more BA100 marketing lectures than ever before. Exam week soon approached. When we bumped into each other on campus, he was clearly stressed about the upcoming tests, expressing how little study he'd managed to do between such a full work schedule and study load. As he shifted on his feet, in a hurry to get to his next commitment, I made a mental note to send him my study notes. And boy, did I put some love into those study notes, typed, printed and posted to his home address, I can still remember my sister asking me why I was spending such an inordinate amount of time on those marketing notes. Years later, even though we actually hadn't seen each other since, I could still remember his postal address. By the time I spotted the gummy bear boy, otherwise known as Ben, five years later, hovering outside the gold AMP building in the city in which we both worked, He had long forgotten those lovingly prepared marketing study notes and also forgotten me, but I had not forgotten him. My heart skipped a beat each time I passed him in the lobby or we shared an elevator, on one hand wishing myself invisible and also carefully noting his movements and patterns. 
One day, I decided to be brave. There's a well-known reflection by William W. Perkey that says, Dance like nobody's watching, love like you've never been hurt, sing like nobody's listening, live like heaven is on earth. I have no doubt that you have come across it at some point in your life. Well, I went to the local florist near our work building and I ordered a small arrangement of flowers. I think they were gerberas. On the little gift card attached, I wrote, I thought it was a good day to dance like nobody's watching. And I had those flowers sent to him anonymously at work. That was a Friday. On the following Monday, I sent another card with the full dance, love, sing, live saying on the front and said something along the lines of, if you'd like to have a drink or coffee sometime, this is my phone number and email address. If not, I hope a random stranger sending you flowers brightened your day. You know, I still got that card in a drawer. (laughs) I received an email from him later that day and we went out for a drink that night. I would like to say it was love at second sight and the rest is history, but Ben thought I was incredibly nervous and a little bit neurotic, not surprisingly, because I was, and it was a bit of a one-date wonder. However, it was the start of a friendship which blossomed over time. We'd say hi to each other as we passed in the building lobby or see each other out at after-work drinks at a local bar on a Friday night. One particular morning, I rang Ben with an IT dilemma that we were having at work. He was in the IT department for a stockbroking company, but it turned out he wasn't at work that day. One of his closest friends had just died. I went into nurturing friend mode. Ben lived close to the city and didn't have a car, so I drove him around to the funeral and to the wake and generally just tried to offer support where I could as he navigated grieving his good friend. Months later, I flew out to spend a long weekend in Port Douglas for a friend's wedding and I offered Ben my car to use while I was gone. We'd been spending a fair bit more time together and the friendship seemed to be deepening, but I didn't know whether it was meant to go any further than that. I remember spending much of that weekend away contemplating what the future might look like. Perhaps I was far more keen than he was and it would just be safer on my heart to walk away. I arrived back in Brisbane and Ben was waiting to collect me from the airport. Turns out he'd also been in contemplation over that weekend. He was standing beside the car as I approached. Without any words, he went in for a hug and ended up kissing me. Then he said, damn you, Annie Mitchell. And the rest, as they say, is history. After being together for 18 months, Ben proposed, and I said yes, obviously. And about four months after that, we got married on the 17th of May, 2003. When you know, you know. The dance, love, sing, live sang featured as the theme of our wedding, and it was a beautiful day as we declared our love in front of our beloved family and friends. 20 years of marriage. Yikes, that sounds like a really long time. Surely we are not old enough to have been married for 20 whole years. (laughs) As I wrote in a post on Instagram last week, I'm pretty proud of us. We have been through some tough times, some public, some behind the scenes. 
We've grown through a multitude of chapters, that post-honeymoon bubble, living on an island, traveling, building a multi-million dollar business from scratch, starting our family, buying our first home, parenting three small boys, supporting a child through cancer, losing our beloved son, renovations, moving house, the death of parents, raising teenagers. It hasn't been all rainbows and unicorns around here, I can assure you, but we've grown together as we've created this life. I was brought up in a Catholic faith and with an understanding that marriage is forever. But I know, especially these days, that being together forever is not a given. While we continue to show up and choose each other, even on hard days, I know we wouldn't stick around unless we were committed to being in a loving, joy-filled relationship because life is too short not to keep choosing joy. We have shared buckets of tears, fun adventures, milestones, so much laughter, and I know that there will be many more beautiful moments ahead left to celebrate. I'm so grateful for our village and the beautiful role models we have in our family and friends who show us what it means every day to be in a good partnership. So even though he never listens to the podcast, this one goes out to you, Ben Love. Thanks for loving me and being fun to hang out with for more than two decades. Thanks for being my biggest cheerleader and always making me feel loved and valued even when I drive you crazy. Here's to 20 magnificent years of loving you and all the good stuff yet to come. So there you go, a snippet of our love story. Thank you, Trent Dalton, for the inspiration. And thank you for being here, for listening, for sharing in this journey with us, for cheering us on. Maybe if you'd like to, you could pop on over to the Lightseekers Lounge Facebook group And come and share a love story with me. Sentimental podcaster collecting love stories. I'm here for it. I'd love to hear yours. I hope you have the most beautiful week. And I will be back in your ears again very soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Lightseekers Lounge podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. If you loved the show, it would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. I would love to continue the conversation with you, so come on over and join the Lightseekers Lounge Facebook group or come say hi to me on Instagram at annielove.coach. Talk to you soon.